When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, in today's episode of the Trading Coach Podcast, we're going to talk about some trading hacks, so things that will enhance your trading in all ways. We're talking little ideas that you can practice to get better mentally, physically, and of course, profitably. Now, today's podcast comes from a recording from a video series we have on YouTube called The Trader Coffee Break. This is where Jason Greystone and myself get together and just have a little bit of water cooler talk about what's happening in the markets. If you want to catch it live and be part of the discussion, join in every Wednesday at 10 o'clock a.m. New York, 3 p.m. UK. Just YouTube search The Trader Coffee Break on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and you won't miss the next time we go live. So, back, back. Excellent. So we're going to be talking about some hacks. Now, as I said, these are things that are really things that when you get into trading and you're kind of finding your feet and you're consistently profitable or you're kind of just on that verge, the things that you never saw coming or things that struggles that you didn't necessarily see coming um, and things that you that you can do that can really help you maintain consistent profits um and all that good stuff so how should we kick this off a kill what 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 do you think is a good one to start with well i guess i would say that just first and foremost in before we get into specific hacks i think me and you would both agree that there are different levels of success there is the path from becoming i guess you know, i want to call it unsuccessful but the journey to becoming successful and then there's the next level of success and I always thought that taking it to the next level of success is even harder than becoming successful in the first place. Because when you're trying to become successful in the first place, you have that drive, you have that desire, you've got that back against the wall. I've got to do it. My life is on the line or my livelihood is on the line. And you're giving all this effort. There's this urgency to do it. And typically that urgency is what drives you to do the things that you wouldn't do otherwise and we both have pictures of you know that our wife took of us you know you know laying and passed out in front of a computer or on a couch because we're you know we're putting in 20 hour days trying to study hard to master a specific task and it's kind of like a relationship right you work very hard at the beginning of a relationship to impress your your partner and then once you kind of get them, once you're married, you stop doing some of the small things that you did before. And I think success is the same way. I think trading is the same way. People work massively hard to become successful at trading. And then once they've achieved success, they found a, a system, a strategy, they've back tested it, they, they're trading it, they're, they've limited their psychological errors. They kind of fall back and relax a little bit. And if you're not moving forward continuously and, cons and uh, consistently, you're going to be moving backwards. So, yeah. but it's kind of hard to motivate yourself to take it to the next level when you feel like you're already at that level. Yeah. So I think when it comes to the, the biggest hack is consistently working on your craft, consistently mm -hmm. having that mindset where it's like, Hey, I, I can't settle. I, I have to continue to work on my craft. I have to continue to improve, get better. I know something you've mentioned that you do is you always do some sort of continued education, whether it's 
what, a book or, you know, a webinar or, or taking a course. Um, am, I, am I right in saying that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Always. I, I think so, um, what, what, what you just said is, is bang on. I think the, the big problem is there's being honest with yourself and, and continuously working on yourself is how can I put it? There's, there's no real great importance usually <laughs> of self-review so there's no accountability mm -hmm. of self-review right so yep. you know there's no grand consequence of telling a little white lie day to day or not doing what you're saying you should there's no there's nothing like there's no consequence for that so if you're trying to lose weight and you want to you know you go to the gym and you start off on the first week really well and you're going to the gym and you're eating well and then um whoops, we're losing all the kind of tech, we're having all the tech issues today. But yeah, let's just say that you're doing that. And then on the second week, you, let's just say that you, you know, you think, oh, the alarm clock's gone off. I feel a little bit stiff. Shall I go today? Shan't I go today? And you've got a choice. You can not go. <laughs> and no one is really gonna tell, like slap your wrist. You'll just put it down to tiredness or some kind of other thing. And there's, and that that habit just goes on and on and on and there's no one to tell you that you're doing the right thing or the wrong thing right so mm -hmm. i think being honest with yourself and making sure that you are holding yourself accountable to continuously develop and even if that's just having a routine for continuously developing the way i did it as akil mentioned is is i literally um, shave off 10% of my income every, since I've 21, I've done this and it goes into an account for my development. And then I go out and I have to spend that money on development of some kind, which is why I'm always doing these accelerators and business programs and have mentorships and mastermind groups because I have to spend it. And I know from doing that, it yields a return, it yields a result, and I grow year on year as a result of that. And when you start to see that progress and you see that, I mean, I, 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 I don't, you know, I'm not arrogant, big headed or blow my own trumpet, but I can see what I've achieved and I, and I love what I've achieved so far. And I know those results come as a result of me making that decision to continuously develop. And I know that although it's intangible, when you put, first put that money towards your development, it always pays off. It always pays off because it's like an accelerated lesson that you're going to get, uh, which you wouldn't get, or you, it might take you years to get that lesson just trudging through life. So, you know, it's, it's definitely worth doing. The question is like, how do you ensure that you're being honest with yourself you know how do you know how do you know that you're picking up everything that is something that's not in your best interest or in favor of you developing or growing and that you know that takes amazing awareness self-awareness self, <laughs> you know uh self-review well, self-review i think that's the the, the massive difference in it. and i was just talking to um you know, I coach athletes and I, and I always try to find motivational stuff to share from. I just saw something online that I shared before we started here where it was an athlete talking about the sacrifice he makes where, you know, he has to lose his mind to not be the person that wakes up nine o'clock every morning, to not go to bed at five o'clock, to not give in to the desires of not training, not mm. eating right. Like he's basically sacrificed all of this for that goal. And, and that's very hard. But 
you know, we can talk about all the, you can watch all the motivational stuff in the world. You can have all the accountability partners in the world, like stuff like that helps. But at the end of the day, like you have to make a decision yeah. within yourself. Are you going to be different? Like, are you willing to sacrifice, be uncomfortable and do what's needed to be done to be successful or continue to be successful and make that sacrifice? And sometimes you need to push. And that goes, yeah. you know, about who you surround yourself with, because I'm sure you have days and weeks and months where you don't feel like doing anything. And someone's there like, uh, you know, come on, go ahead and do it. You know, stop, you know, stop being a punk. And like that little bit of motivation gets you up on your off days. But yeah something inside has to drive you to do it. And yep. I know with us personally, we're fortunate where, you know, what we do for a living in the trading world is, you know, we coach and we trade. We're automatically in that environment where we're always helping others. We're automatically in that environment where people are asking questions. And so we're kind of driven towards that continued education because we always want to learn so that we can better ourselves as coaches. Mm. And I know one of the hacks that I've done for a long time is I call it kind of like the, the technical sandbox is I just spend time on chart. Yeah. Right. I know that time on chart is probably the the most important thing that has happened in my trading. Now, obviously you gotta know how to do the right things to become a consistently profitable trader, but spending time in the market is something I love doing. And I'd like to spend time just observation, yeah. right? I like to look at random charts at random times and just make predictions. I don't, I'm not following my strategy. I'm just clicking through and saying, hmm, look at that. I bet we're gonna do this yeah. long or right. Oh, look yeah. at that. I bet we're gonna do that. Or that looks interesting. And even at first, I'm not taking notes, right? Maybe once something starts to turn into like a, a trend, then I'm like, okay, I've seen this before. But at first, I'm just watching. And I remember you saying this before in general about, you know, um, it was coming off the topic, it was in your podcast, it was coming off the topic of freedom of time. And yeah. a lot of people say they want financial freedom, but what they really want is freedom of time. And people think they want freedom of time so that they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. And Yes, that's, you know, uh, <laughs> that's one of the luxuries of it. But what freedom of time gives you is you said that it gives you time where you're not forced to do anything and it gives your, your brain a chance to kind of relax. And when your yeah. brain is relaxed, it becomes more creative. And when you're more creative, that's when you think of your best ideas. Yeah. So going into a chart with no intentions of trading, no intentions of backtesting, just kind of looking and playing around right? Your, your mind starts to become more creative and you start Absolutely. to see things that you wouldn't see before. Because normally, like, if we're looking at a chart, we're looking for very specific things. Like, you know how you trade. I know how I trade. Like, I'm not looking at anything aside from like, what do I need to execute my trade? So I'm kind of blinded or I yeah, have tunnel vision for this yeah. one specific thing. Yeah. But there's so much more out there that we could be taken advantage of that we don't necessarily see unless we give ourselves that that time for creativity. Yeah. So I love that time in the chart, the trader sandbox, just go in and play around and make some observations, make some predictions and, you know, see what comes up. Yeah. And look, this is a, this is, this is a great segue onto what I was going to talk about, because I think when you mentioned tunnel vision on your system, ultimately the biggest reason that traders struggle is just down to fear and greed like that is it that's the only reason really that you're going to change up or go and search for something else so a lot of people do do that they go and search for something else or try something you know go and find something else and i can promise you that 
every system in the with trading it's kind of a journey of three steps forward and two steps back right so you want to take three steps forward two steps back three steps forward two steps back and you want to do that forever like that is all you want to do as a trader there's no there's no forward steps only like and if there is and if anyone knows of something like that then just you know i'll i'll dm you my my bank account <laughs> details but but the thing is this if people spent more time you know their free time on investing into overcoming those fears and those greeds rather than jumping ship and spending money on a new coach or a new system or whatever it might be they'd be a lot better off so my biggest hacks are all psychological and it's all dealing with fear and greed so there's in my opinion there's four main fears that these traders have one's being wrong two is losing money three is missing out on a trade and then four is leaving money on the table and the last two are more of a kind of a greed thing where you know you, you see the you, you leave money on the table so you see the you, you get out of the trade and it continues to rally and you think ah oh, there's what i could have you know i could have won or if you don't take the trade and you miss out you're like oh if i'd got in that if my stupid system would have got me into that i would have got this much money and you need you, there are things you can do to work on those things so being wrong like you're never wrong right so just just identify what happened there's no wrong or right the market doesn't say you're wrong or right it just something happens right so if you feel like you're wrong try and ask yourself what have you learned from that particular trade that particular setup how will you implement that lesson going forward in your in, in your trading going forward how much you know how much money did it cost you this time by not being correct with the prediction um you know how how much has it how much has it earned you you know in the long run for learning that lesson how what what would have been the downside to you of being in the trade you know and what would you not have learned and when you try and force these kind of questions on these you know as an exercise you really neutralize these fears and these greeds right losing money if you're scared of losing money ask yourself why are you scared of losing money is it because your mum and dad were always moaning about it is it like really get to the root of it and then what you can do for losing money is just make sure you've got a solid risk management strategy in place and and revisit it and refine it and tighten up on it and make sure that it's really giving you peace of mind so that you don't have that fear anymore of losing money and you don't have the fear of being wrong anymore right and missing out you know make sure that you're trading a system and you're revising you know you're optimizing the system and making sure that you're increasing your aggression maybe if with, with you know professionally not just going right next time i'm going to take the trade just say right what did i what filter was i waiting for that didn't play out that didn't allow me to get into this trade and how many times has that happened in the past and maybe you drop that filter but you're doing it methodically and you're doing it professionally so yeah. yeah i mean those are some great habits and things that you want to focus on rather than looking for another system or another strategy or another coach or another educator or another you know just put the effort onto that and i promise you you'll get there i tell you what i i love that it reminds me of my college days which like uh, 
don't really want to revisit those days. But so my first semester in college and university was pretty bad, right? My grades were, because I, I didn't really do much in high school. I did enough just to kind of like get whatever my dad bribed me with to graduate, right? I didn't really have a big interest in going to school, but I played sports and I knew if I wanted to play sports, I had to like be enrolled and take classes and all that stuff. So I remember my first semester, my mindset was like, you know, I, I do the work. So I would take a test or take a, you know, write a paper and then the teacher would give it back and there'll be like all these, you know, cross outs or wrong answers. And I would just be like, okay, well, I'll just wait till next test and I'll get a better grade. Right. So yeah. I'm never asking myself the questions of how I could improve. It was just like, okay, this was the result. I'll try better next time without yeah. any actual plan how to try better. And my second semester in school, my second year, you know, my, my dad kind of threatened me a little bit and I, you know, upped my game a little bit and I started doing one simple task. And it, it's exactly what you said. Instead of just getting that paper, that report back or that test back and being like, okay, not a grade I want it, but I'll do better next time. I did a simple thing. I started asking my professor, hey, why did I get this wrong? What can I do better? And believe it or not, that professor would give me tips. Oh, you didn't do this. Oh, you did this. Oh, you need to work on that. And then I had very specific things that I would work on. And then next time I actually did better. It's amazing, right? And it's exactly what you said. The only difference is instead of necessarily having that professor or that accountability partner do it, you have to raise those own, your own questions. You have to be willing to ask yourself all of the questions that you just mentioned. And yeah. like we've mentioned before, most people are not willing to do that. Mm. But if yeah. you ask yourself, how can you improve? Because, you know, most improvements come from doing things wrong, right? I mean, that's how we improve in general, right? Look, look at all inventions, right? You try, you fail, you try, you fail, you try, you fail. Again, three steps forward, two steps back. That's how you improve. If you consistently do that over time, you're going to start filling in all those gaps. You're going to stop making all those mistakes. You're going to start learning little tips about how you can get better. And yeah. then believe it or not, you're going to get better. And it, yep. it is so simple, but hard because in general most people aren't willing to ask themselves those questions aren't willing to do those small things because those aren't the sexy things it's much easier to find a new strategy it's much easier to go to youtube and and, and yep. ask the question on youtube and have someone give me something else to do and then do that yeah but and long run it's going to leave you in the, in, the, in the same situation definitely definitely and and trading is one of the very few kind of well, very few businesses that it can actually, it can warp your, your whole psychology. Like, uh, and what I mean by that is you can win trades and think your system's crap, or you can like <laughs> lose trades and think like, let me give you an example. Let's just say that one trader places a trade and it starts going against them and they're like, oh, that's a bit disappointing. And then it goes massively against them and they go, oh no, you know, I'm going to get stopped out on this one. And then it goes up and they come out at a $50 profit. That trader might say, oh, brilliant. You know, I earned money on that in the long run. On the other hand, you could have another trader who the entry triggers, it runs at a massive profit, $1,000 profit, right? And then overnight it runs at like, $5,000 profit because there's some news. And then when they wake up in the morning, <laughs> it comes down and they've earned $1,000. They will think it's crap. They will go, damn, this system's mm -hmm. crap. I've only, you know, I only had $1,000. I could have earned $6,000, $10,000. So it doesn't matter. Like whatever happens in the market, you are going to have negative emotions to what's happening if you're not 
working on that and, and mastering that because you can win money and still be disappointed is is it's the most crazy phenomenon that i've ever seen in any business but that's how traders act <laughs> right and, that, and that's why that's why what we do is so difficult it's not difficult i mean don't get don't get us wrong we're not saying the markets are easy you can just you can't just pick them up and, and no. do stuff randomly right but the most difficult part is like the management of self yeah <laughs> the management of self and it, it shows it just proves in general as you know as a society we have issues doing that because if we didn't we would there'd be a lot more successful traders if we were better at managing ourselves knowing that the actual skill of trade, uh, trading is something that is trainable yeah. um so it's it's very interesting and i'm sure that it goes into many other aspects again like you mentioned diets and nutrition and it's mm -hmm. like so many you know business in general so many other things that it floods into but yeah i think you're dead on the biggest hack is like understanding yourself being honest with yourself and then being willing to take the actions that you need to take and and looking at the actual trading specific stuff as being secondary because yeah. it, it really doesn't matter what you do in the charts if you don't fix what's in here absolutely first. Absolutely. And I and I, I see people all the time, they're looking for a strategy, looking for how to invest, how to trade, how to, you know, alter, how to build passive income streams and build businesses and all this. And then the first question I ask is, why haven't you got it now? And they're like, oh, yeah, but I always like, I always find myself doing other things or I always let myself down because I got a fear of this and fear of that. And I say, well, what's the point of me giving you another strategy? Because that's all you're going to do when I give you that. It doesn't, you're not going to do it. You need to master your mind. So although all of these physical activities are very important, keeping healthy, doing things, pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, doing regular tasks that go against what you would choose to do just to, because with trading, it's just you against you. So you do have to exercise that discipline you know i don't want to go to the gym every day I, I, but i do because some days i feel like i really don't want to go and push weights but i go in there because i go right if i if i fail at this i'll fail at everything and i have that mindset and i go in there and i do it and that's great like having all those physical things and those kind of tangible things that you can do and looking at the charts but i believe that if you don't master your mind you're not going to master the markets you're not going to master trading and I, I kind of think a good way to finish this off is I put a post out on my social media the other day and I said, if you give the average person a strategy that will definitely make them a millionaire in 10 years, they will probably modify the strategy in an attempt to realize the results mm -hmm. in just one year. And in doing so, will create a routine <laughs> yeah. wherein they'll never become a millionaire in 10 years or one year because the same greedy psychology that caused them to change the initial strategy will happen again and again and again every time their system isn't producing massive results in the short term. So you master your mind and then you master the market. Don't forget, they'll probably blame you too for the failure. Your strategy is broken. It's you. It's your fault. You sold them a, a BS strategy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. They, they will never accept blame for what they did. It'll be your fault. The strategy doesn't work and you'll get written yeah. up on some type of Google, <laughs> some some Reddit page about being yeah. a fraud. It's, yeah. um, it's, it's crazy. It's it's. It is, but it's, but that's true. And, and what we want to do is, and when I say we, you guys watching this is you want to be different. Yeah. You, you want to separate yourself. You know what the other people, you know what the other side looks like. Yep. Yeah. You know what to do. And, we, and these topics are just like, you know, this is a prime example of the topics that just aren't discussed, you know, drawdowns. There's, there's a drawdown in every system.
as I say, it's three steps forward, two steps back. You're going to spend most of your time in a drawdown. Your job is to work on yourself during the drawdowns and make sure that you're executing your plan with military consistency. You know, that that's all you need to do. And um, work on your mindset. Eliminate those fears and those greeds and, and put all of the effort that you're putting into trying to look up another system into that. And I promise you, you will start to get results that you never thought that you could get. So... Uh, do less, right? Less is more. Don't work on yourself. Go in. Go in and work on this. Don't do more, okay? So that's a great note to finish this on because this is about doing less to do more. Have a drink, have a coffee, have a rant, get a sense check, and continue on with your mission. So I have been Jason Greystone. This is my friend Akil Stokes. <laughs> and we run a company called Tier One Trading. If this has resonated with you at all, come and join us for a couple of weeks. You'll be surrounded by all these great traders inside the chat here. It's a phenomenal atmosphere, great community, and you've got nothing to risk. So you can find all the details in the description there. And we'll be back next week for another session on the Trader Coffee Break. And so if there's anything you want to hear, let us know in the comments. And thanks for watching again. We'll see you then. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, subscribe to the Trader Coffee Break channel. We go live on Wednesdays, 10 a.m. New York, 3 p.m. UK, talking about the subjects that, well, really you don't hear a lot about over the internet. We do it in a nice laid back fashion. We have the chat open so you guys can join as well, ask questions and lend your opinions. YouTube search The Trader Coffee Break with Jason Greystone and myself, Akil Stokes, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.